Hello and welcome to Moose and Squirrel, But We're Married, a podcast within a podcast uh, of our original podcast up to and including death. My name is Dr. Trish Brewer. I'm John Brewer. And we are here today to talk to you about a very special homecoming episode of Supernatural. I think you say all of the episodes are very special. This is a very important one. Yeah, I think you've said that about most of them too. This has, they go to the house. Where their mom died. They, we oh. see someone play around with a garbage disposal. They talk about their feelings. Oh. There's ghost stuff in it. That seems like way on the different sides of importance, like visiting the place where their mother died and playing with a garbage disposal. Yeah. Those seem like very... Man, that came out really loud. I was like, yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's very loud. I'm, to- I'm so tired. Okay. I'm so tired. I, I've been driving around a lot for the last two days for Aflac, um, around the entire western UP, and it's a bit tiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just drove to Georgia and back. Oh. <laughs> but your job, you get to be in one place. Yep. So, and that's pretty cool. Have you liked being back home? Yeah, it's nice being back home. Yeah, it was a nice visit. It's also nice being back home. For sure. Uh, and speaking of home... Oh, nice segue. Ha-ha! The queen of segues. We are watching episode nine. We've moved on to disc three of Supernatural. Of the on. of the non-Blu-ray edition. Yeah. This is the OG. Yeah, we'll graduate to the Blu-ray soon enough. Yeah, I actually started buying new Blu-ray, new non-Blu-rays to replace, like, the Blu-rays. Why? Because the box oh, art's that's... garbage. I know, but it looks so much better. Yeah, you recently made me move all of my Supernatural DVDs. They're no longer in pride of place. They will be soon. Fine, I guess. We have a spot pegged out for them in the coming months. Okay, fine. It better be true. Well, we're watching Episode 9, Home. It is written by Eric Kupke. So that's the showrunner, series creator, all that good stuff. Directed by Ken Girardi. And the original air date was uh, November 15th of 2005. About a week po- before. Post Halloween. Post Halloween. About a you know it's that midpoint between Halloween and uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's... And it's how appropriate that we're going home. Yeah. Home. I wonder if they timed it out like that on purpose. After twenty-two years, Sam and Dean return to their childhood home. Now another beautiful young mother lives there, and if Sam's nightmares are correct, she may be threatened by the same evil that killed Mary Winchester. Is Sam going to try to sleep with this lady? I hope so. Now, I'm looking at the the, the rest of this CD, and like each one of these episodes is awesome. Well, it's good to hear. Which is kind of funny, because like the last CD, half of the episodes weren't so good. Hookman and Bugs were kind of not great. But the rest of the episodes have been pretty good. But I gotta tell you, I love all four of these episodes. They're pre- they're pretty sweet. All right. And neat. Um, so, uh, what do you think is gonna happen? I'm gonna do a new sad segment called uh, Husband John's Prognostication Corner. Okay. Well, it's called Home, and you said they're gonna go visit the home, and some other lady lives there. I think Sam's gonna try to sleep with her. Yep. And then she's gonna start on fire. Because Sam's penis is cursed. Yeah, because he has a fire-starting wiener. <laughs> I mean, I guess as a baby, he got pooped out of his mom's... Yeah, he came out of his mom's vagina, and any time he enters another lady's vagina, they start on fire. Yep. It's just salmon women. They just don't work. We're very vulgar people. 
I'm so glad we found each other. It's so perfect. None of that was vulgar. Well, I'm really excited, and I noticed that last time, I somehow somehow we missed the preview, the previously on, or we weren't paying attention or something. I don't but think it had one. I think that we were we were playing it from the the computer and there was like confusion starting it and stuff like that. Oh, that's so I possible. think that we just missed it because okay. we started with the first scene instead of this thing. So uh, we are gonna watch the previously ons, okay? Huh? All up on the previously sounds, previously sounds, previously on. Hi, John. Hi. So we're not that far along, but all right, about five minutes. Probably about that. But we haven't had a death yet. <laughs> no, not yet. But we did have a very short, you know, thing that told us what ha- what's happening in the episode. Kind of. It just showed what happened in, to uh, their family. Yeah, mom died, Dean's not okay with it, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, and so we cut to a woman named Ginny. And she is, uh, she is in the process of moving into the house in Missouri side because her husband's dead. Her little girl is scared of a ghost in the closet. Did they say that he was dead? I know she was looking longingly at their wedding. I photo. feel like crying at a wedding photo when you're like in that in an empty house with two kids is kind of. He might have just left. That's true. That's true. Um, and then uh, the little girl is scared. There's a ghost in her closet. There's a little boy somewhere running around. That's three or a little kid. Um, and she goes. Jennifer goes into the basement and finds some old pictures. Yeah, of the Winchester family. Of the Winchester family. Meanwhile, cut two. Sam has a nightmare. Wakes up. He draws a picture of a tree. Oh, you missed something important. Yes. What? The little girl in the house. Yeah. They put prop up a chair in front of her closet door because she thinks something's in the oh, closet. Oh, little girl scared. And the door, the chair slides away. The door opens, and it is filled with like a suspended fire in the middle of the closet. Oh, scary! I did miss that because I was googling Kristen Richardson, oh, who plays Jenny, and I'm gonna get to why in a second. Um, yeah, so little girl, there's fire, which sounds very reminiscent of the actual fire the mom died yeah. in. Sam wakes up from a nightmare, and finally, I guess, has to come clean about his visions that he's been having and tells Dean that they have to go back to their old house because he's having visions and Dean's upset. Mm -hmm. He told himself he'd never go back there. He'd never go back there. Now, why was I looking up Kristen Richardson? You ask? Well, I sometimes look up characters and, uh, and I was looking up, sorry, the girl, little girl, character actress, sorry is played by actress. Haley page has been a few other things, but only as a kid, Kristen Richardson's been in several things, and one of which is called Supernatural, which I assumed was some kind of like talk soup, but for Supernatural, but it's kind of not that, and I was very curious as to what this weird thing is about. She plays, it's from 2010, she plays character Kelly O'Day, right? This is, again, the the girl in this episode, the woman in this episode, Yes, and that's Soup, S-O-U-P, Supernatural. Yeah, and so it's a drama... And the description of this is what happens in small town in a small town newsroom when it is rumored that the Messiah is serving soup at a local church festival. But the thing is, this is not a complete sentence because it doesn't have the beginning of it. It just is what happens in a small. T- it's not even a question. It's just a weird run on. And so I thought we would watch the trailer for this. It's three minutes long. Okay, we'll watch part of it. <laughs> okay, let's let's do this, John. I want to okay. see what this is. Hi, everyone. Editor Trish here. Uh, I had to 
cut out the three minutes or so of John and I watching this particular video because we watched it on my computer and the audio was just atrocious. But just so you know, Supernatural, it's amazing. All right, let's go. Smelly www. Oh no. W we're gonna watch this whole movie. No, we're not gonna watch it. I just have to do this. Natu supernatural.com. I think it's supernaturalmovie.com. Okay. Supernatural. Oh, there's here. no way that they still have that website active. I hope they do. Maybe there's like a bunch of people. It's someone's favorite movie. <gasps> it's here! And that's their tagline. A story of God, Greed and Chicken Gumbo. Third Just, annual Golden Trailer Award nominee. What? There's no way that this this never got released. It's it's out. No, this is just a Christopher thing. Noyce, Julia Matthews, and Aaron Presler were the production team behind uh, Noyce. this. Noyce. Um It sounds like wow. Bob. Noise. Here's the story from Supernatural, the website. When a local small-town TV station com captures something unexplainable on tape, what happens? The station uses it to boost their ratings, of course, but when they call it a miracle, are they reporting or interpreting? As this is a story of... I'm sorry. As the story of a lifetime unfolds, promising young reporter Kelly O'Day, this is our supernatural actress, Kristen Richardson, must choose between career goals and personal beliefs, private friendships, and professional loyalties, facts, and faith. That's a lot of things to choose between. Um, as her boss, Bruce Drennan, tries desperately to keep up with her rival news director, Mark Goddard, Kelly must decide, does she fight to follow a murder story that has shaken the community, or does she obey Bob by exploiting this ratings-boosting accident? Above all, she must figure out how to pursue a story that no one believes in while trying to find a mysterious man, Kevin Max, who some say is the messiah. But who is this man, really? Oh my god, it keeps going. A low-life drifter, a con man, or simply a humble servant, quietly spreading hope, faith, and kindness in a cynical, suspicious world. Supernatural is a movie that pits faith against reason, newsroom ethics against ratings, personal value against media dictates, and individual responsibility against media credibility. What? I don't think this was ever actually released. Okay, let's see. Images? There's. It's, it's not available anywhere online. Oh, uh, but there's all these images! The only place that's mentioned is that there's a... Uh... Like, it w it's hard to search for it, because it keeps trying to change the spelling of Supernatural. But, but it's in, it's in the T, it's, on, it's it got was, a website. I think it was only shown at, like, churches. Oh, man, can we, Here's can we start a church? Here's a French that says that you can get it for free. No, but that's, like, It's a, probably not something you want to dance. Oh, my gosh, look at these people. The holograms? No, that's just Supernatural. Wait, that's what Danny Paris has been in. spelled like, it wrong, because it's a French Here's website. Kevin Max. Best known as the enigmatic member of the band DC Talk, EMICMG. I remember DC Talk. Has found the courage and freedom to take another step outside the box to create an album for the world stage that is innovative, provocative, and entertaining. DC Talk was like a really bad Christian. This is like in, Beastie Boys. This is insane because it's his like it's a like it's a biography for 2005, but this movie was allegedly came out in 2010. Yeah, well, there's this page for DC Talk. They were, yeah, they would permeate in the music scene somehow. They but had they an were, album called Supernatural in 1995. Spelled correctly, though. Spelled correctly. 
Kevin Richards. He looks familiar. He does. He looks like he was in like the the first person released from the Backstreet Boys. Oh, he was in he was in Chicago in two thousand three. What happened to you? I'm trying to see if this is like some kind of like weird. This is just like a propaganda Christian film that was probably I, only shown in churches and at like but Christian. If Candle gatherings. Jump production, no, we're in the fucking rabbit hole now, guys. No, ladies and germs. This is this Candle. Is... I'm, we're gonna get someone to coming to our house to come get us. If they if they find out we know the secrets of Candle Jump Productions. We're the only ones who have ever searched you for know, this. Remember like the movie The Net with Sandra yeah. Bullock where she clicks on a button and suddenly she becomes like replaced and stuff like that because she went too far down a Google rabbit hole? That's what's going to happen there's to us. No, there's no Google rabbit hole for this movie. Like I finished the internet. No, I'm still on it and I'm not done yet. It's on Turner Classic Movies. No way. 2003? That's not the right one. A small town television. Oh, it, is. it is the right one. What the? F- what is no- happening? It just says what it is. Yeah, I think that's just an aggregate for, like, it's on IMDb, but you can't watch it anywhere. This is so weird. It does not exist. Oh, my God. Mark Goddard, how far you have fallen. Okay. Candle Jump Productions has had one movie. Yeah. Supernatural. This one broke them. It broke them. They spent $7 million on this movie. They probably all went to Lou Ferrigno, who's and not even in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? It's got a 6.7 stars. Out of how many? Like, how many people have seen this? I don't know, but look at this. It says, but 33 votes. No way. How have 33 people been able to see this movie? I, I tell you, it's probably only been at uh, like church festivals. Oh my God! Can we find a church festival no, that uh, shows this movie? No, I don't want to see it. Okay, fine. Well, ooh, ooh. Okay, let's keep watching Supernatural, yeah, the, real the real show. One. Yes, but <laughs> I'm so excited and happy. Okay, I just have to get a little bit more in about Supernatural. So, I've dug down the rabbit hole. Apparently, it must have come out in, like, 2003 or something. And so all these, like, previews are coming out. So this came out before she did Supernatural, our Supernatural. So she went from filming Supernatural, which says on her IMDb that it came out in 2010. But we know it was supposed to have come out in 2003. According to the comments... But so there's a another YouTube trailer that's an extra ten seconds long, right? And this came out June seventeenth, two thousand seven. Movie trail Supernatural with Kevin Max. That's what it's called by Reggio Verino. This is the rabbit hole we're in. It's got seventeen comments. Fravid seven years ago. Seven years ago. This this was posted in two thousand seven. I always wanted to see this, but yeah, it never it was never finished and never came out. Thirteen years ago, someone writes Amen. 11 years ago, someone said, he said officially that it never got finished. Dead in the water are the words he used. Too bad. This is so wild. Uh, okay, here, here's what I wanted to read. It's been four years. I imagine it never got out to theaters. Lol, that's okay. A Christian victory was pretty much pretty much fireproof. I mean, it set a record for faith-based movies in theaters. Loved it. A CCM Rewind 13 years ago said... There is a new movie that just wrapped filming with Kevin Max called Imposter. It is about a Christian singer that is part of a band that loses his way and falls into addiction, etc. It tells his journey to recover. Very similar ideas. Fit similar ideas to what happened actually happened to John. John James of the Newsboys. You can Google the movie Imposter the movie. Okay. We keep going down. 
It's not just the typical depiction of Jesus, so comment bad if you want, but this is really who Jesus was. It's trying to say Jesus came as a common man, not as a model. We see the Rock Pet 3, 12 years ago says, we see a Christian hold a three-inch cylinder packed with dead leaves, set it on fire, and suck on it. We pronounce that that is a sin. Don't get me wrong, it's unhealthy and I certainly wouldn't do it. But too many people are quick to judge. If Jesus had wanted to set an example of how to be healthy, he might have been born in a five-star hotel or maybe even slept in a real bed rather than a stinky bed probably filled with bugs. Jesus came to save us from our sins, not to live longer or healthier. What the hell is going on? I don't know, but we should probably start watching Supernatural. Yeah. Um, Sam, I... Sam is talking to the lady. Jennifer. Yeah, yeah, we made like three seconds. Of... <laughs> Let's keep... Hey, John. Hi. We didn't have a death, but we did have a gruesome thing happen. He might die. He might. Do you want to describe what happened? Um. Well, there's a plumber working under the sink. Yeah? Oh, by the way, there's a Loki purring, just like his face is right next to the, the yeah, microphone. That's normal, I think. So you'll hit, hear some of the old Lokes. Well, he unplugs the garbage disposal and... Takes the trap out under the sink. And yeah. then he's reaching in the garbage disposal and it magically turns on. <gasps> but there's a great shot from under the sink yeah. where you can see all the blood coming through where he it, had removed the trap. It's so good. It's also so much less dark in this episode. And I cannot tell if it's the the new DVD player we have or if it's just that. It's, I mean, this has, I feel like it has the dark lighting, but you can still see. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? I don't think it would be the player because it would... No. The limitations of the DVD. Itself. It's true. That's true. But so yeah, we got a really good close up of the creepy monkey. Um, it's and a monkey toy. Not that there's a random monkey in their house. In the a monkey toy. And the mom. It's one of the ones that goes cling cling cling. And you said it's a. It might be a reference to super. Uh, to uh, not supernatural. Stephen but King. To Stephen King. Yeah, there's a story in the. There's a. Um, a collection of short stories called Skeleton Crew. Uh-huh. And one of the stories is about a monkey toy like this. And it is on the cover Ooh. of the 70s version, anyway. Of Interesting. Or 80s. I bet Eric Kripke knew that, though. Probably. What a creepy toy this is. Yeah. Like, how is that a toy a... you have for your kid? Well, you wind it up and it's a monkey playing cymbals. It's cute. Is it? I think the Stephen King story made it creepy. Well, I'm saying that I've never heard of the Stephen King story and that thing was always creepy. I think it's just in the ether, because before the Stephen King story, I thought it was cool. Oh, yeah? In yeah. the 70s, because all sca- all toys were scary in the 70s. Yeah, I guess so. All right, should we keep going? Sure. I just want to point out your cackle just now. <laughs> yeah, because I can see that coming the mile away. Rudsey showed the lock on the fridge. Yeah, so there's a lock on the fridge, very much like the lock we just got for the basement door to try to stop the dog from going to the basement and eating cat poop. And it's like a little strap thing, Yeah. right? And so, of course, the ghost opens the gate. That the, the, kid is, the kid's in like some kind of kid prison. It's he's, like a playpen thing. He's like three and he's in some wooden playpen that's definitely not. It looks like all of her toys and kid stuff are from the 70s. Just unsafe, were, lots of stuff. They were just left in the, or the Winchester's toys. Oh, yeah. I guess so. And so so all that's there. Um, so she's like in the living room and or in the kitchen and has to go upstairs to assess what crazy sounds are going on. And the gate, the playpen opens while she's gone. 
And the kid walks directly to the fridge, which opens up invitingly and shows juice. Wow, he said he's a juice hound. He's a juice hound. And so what does he do? He goes into the fridge, climbs in, and the door shuts behind him. And John goes, ah. Well, that's the only kid in the world who would climb into the fridge and sit down to drink it. But isn't there, like, a reason why we have to close, I mean, to take off fridge doors when you throw fridges away? Because kids climb inside? Uh, I don't That happened on Punky Brewster, but... I think people just put people in fridges, like and just, just to, to kill bottles. them, yeah, to murder them. I, I've never, I've had four kids, yeah, and I've never had one of them try to climb inside of the fridge. My cats have tried to climb into the fridges a lot, and I don't like it when they do that. Well, they can't open the door, so I guess not. I guess not. So I just thought that was a very good moment. Does the TV off, or are we just on a black screen it's right just now? On a, I paused it perfectly uh, in between scenes. So Sam and Dean find out from the place their dad used to work, because he used to be a mechanic, that he used to go hang out with a, a psychic. And so they're trying to find, they're basically trying to solve the case by they're treating it as any other haunted thing. Like, and they're suspecting that maybe their mother is haunting this place because she died tragically. The mechanic tells them to go to the psychic, but they don't know the name, so they just open up the phone book. Which we're having a rabbit hole night because then I looked up Lawrence Kans as psychics, which there is one currently on the books. But I feel like psychics, like they're on like, you just see the hand symbol on the side of the road and stuff and you can go to a psychic. They're not all on the books. I've never gone to a psychic. Well, I mean, I think there's probably more of them back then than there are now. Well, there's, in your hometown, there's some some psychics that I have seen. A lot of them. Have you visited one? I went to one in River Street when I was a kid. Were they when wrong? I was a teen. Were they absolutely wrong about everything? Um or was it just vague generalities? That's... Vague generalities, but the woman was very cool and she was very pregnant. She was nine months pregnant and there's something like Did she have three boobs? No. But you know what that's a reference to, right? Um no. Mall rats. The psychic oh, had three boobs. The psychic had three boobs. Well, I haven't seen that yet. Um, Mallrats, remember? I have. I think I've seen part of it or something as a kid. You have not seen Mallrats? Not all the way. That's why we were watching the Viewers Universe. Wow. But that's separate from the podcast. Yeah, okay. Okay, get off my butt. I had a nice conversation with a clerk today at a gas station about the new movie Clerks coming out. The Clerks 3? Yeah. Yes, I'm looking forward. And we had a talk about how jacked up the Clerks guys looked versus R- Rosario Dawson, who's, like, beautiful. Who still looks exactly the same as she, she did in Clerks too, and also look like they've aged 30 years. I know. Everyone looks like they've had a really hard decade. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's got to be hard, right? But anyway, and, of course, she's all smiley and nice, and they, everyone else looks kind of like they realize how much hotter she is than them, and they're not that happy about it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what they're expecting. Um, but again, it's kind of like, again, what we talked about when we watched Rosemary's Babies, like you start out, start out with a hot person, they're going to stay good looking relative to people that are not that attractive as they age. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, I digress. So they go, they find the psychic by going through the book and they find the psychic that knows their dad. Her name is, oh fuck her name, Tennessee, something, Missouri. Her name is Missouri. Um, when she's very cool and we like her a lot. Yes. I love her. She's so good. And so she is, uh, talking to the boys about their, what happened with the dad. She's given Dean the what for on his thoughts. Yeah. Dean's thoughts are bad because he wants to put his feet on the table and talk nonsense. Mm-hmm. So Dean's not happy that Sam has psychic crap going on. He's very much against it. Yep. Should we keep going? Yeah. Okay. Oh no. 
Yeah, that was some extreme stuff going on in that house. Sam almost died. Yeah, did the lady die? No. Okay. So um, Missouri tells them that they basically they just got to put some fancy witch dust in each of the four corners of the house, and they each pick a floor to do so. Sam gets Missouri gets slammed by an old chest freezer, and Sam gets almost choked to death by a cord. Of course, Dean's fine. He's like Sam. Well, the, he got knives thrown at him. Yeah, yeah, but Dean was fine. He's always fine. He's fine. Okay. He's always fine. Okay. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, Dean, you know, Dean saves the day, and then there was a big whoosh, and maybe perhaps the, uh, the, the poltergeist might be gone. Possibly. Because there's but multiple spirits. Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, there's multiple spirits in this bad boy. So who knows what's going on, huh, right, John? Yeah. All right, let's keep going. Right. Right? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that was quite the ending, eh? So who was the other spirit? It was uh, their mother. It was Mama. So Sam was all stuck up. and Well, he is stuck up, but Sam was uh, trapped. So, okay, let's take a step back. They thought they'd beaten this guy. They thought they beat the spirit, yeah. but it was a trap. Yep. And so the spirit attacks the mom and the kid in the middle of the night, but Sam it felt weird about the whole situation, so I guess they were still watching the house to check on her. Yeah. Um, they burst in. Sam gets attacked again. It's interesting. It's him both times getting attacked. And then a flaming ghost appears, and Sam realizes it's Mama Bear. And she says, Sam. Or no, she goes, Dean. And then she goes, Sam. And then she says, I'm sorry. And then she kills the other ghost using her ghost magic. And cancels out her spirits and kills herself as a ghost to save her boys. So that's the last we see of her mom. Never again shall we see mom. Really? I didn't believe you. Oh, you didn't believe me? No. Well, it's a long time. Well, I'm not going to give anything away. How about that? Sure. How about them apples? No, No spoilers. But I thought it was really, again, that's another ghost thing that we have going on, though. Another description of ghosts where Missouri is saying that the energy of this ghost... Could have canceled out the energy of the poltergeist. She's like, stay away yeah. from my sons, kind of thing. She was pretty cool. So the question is, can a ghost be killed? What, what? happens to them after they die? They just blinked out of existence, right? Just night, night, forever. Night, night, forever. So we'll have to continue exploring those themes in this episode. I really enjoyed this episode. What'd you think? Yeah, it was a good one. This is one I've seen many, many times. Yeah. So I did spend a lot of time looking at Target to find something that was six dollars, so that we can get free shipping on the thing that we're getting. <laughs> oh, it's good times. So, well, uh, if you are, if your first name is a color and you're my former student, welcome to the podcast. I invited, <laughs> I invited a former student to come uh, onto the and watch Supernatural with us one time at some point. The one I saw today, but um, but maybe they're listening now. Maybe. And they'll learn all of our secrets. That's, that's so meta. So that was episode nine, Home. Uh, it takes us back. I think that it was certainly not clunky. It didn't have the same problems as the other ones. No. The Sam and Dean angst is pretty top-notch in this one because Dean's really... He's he's known something's wrong with Sam, and Sam just hasn't told him this whole time, and Sam's being a little child about it. So they're still working on that together. Well, he is the little brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, he's definitely got the little brother syndrome going on, even though he's a giant. Episode 10 is next. And episode 10 is called Asylum. This one's written by Richard Hatem and directed by Guy B. Oh. And sometimes people named Guy are pronounced Guy. Yeah. So maybe French. his name is Guy B. <laughs> that's possible. Um, the original air date of this was 11 22 
We must have had a late Thanksgiving that year. Um, so the description goes as follows. If these walls could talk, the brothers investigate a long shuttered mental asylum that has the power to drive intruders mad and murderous. <laughs> Is that, does it say that at the end? Has the weird cackling? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think that's a pretty good description. I, th I would say that the descriptions of these two are pretty good, right? Um, now, we did not see the same e evil that killed Mary Winchester. We still don't know what did it. There was actually something that was very important that happened at the very end of this episode we didn't mention. Oh, yeah? Missouri turns to John Winchester and says, I can't believe how powerful Sam is, and he didn't, you know, sense your presence. Yeah, so he's shacking up with Missouri. Yeah, and then, no, well, I mean, they're just friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. But then, and then he's like, he's touching his ring. He's like, do you think it's really true that Mary helped the boys? Yeah. Well, yeah. I have yeah. a, I have a niece and nephew that are named Mary and John. Yeah. And I mean, it's after my Nana and my grandfather, but it's kind of funny. Oh, so. Because Mary and John Winchester. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. It just makes me really excited. I'm so tired. Well, should we? So I'm excited to watch the next one. We're gonna record that pretty soon. And you are starting college next week. Yep. Are you excited about that? Sure. I'm really excited for you, honey. Yeah, I gotta find out what time I gotta go. Do you want to tell the people how uh, expensive your books were that you bought that didn't have any covers? Uh, it was hundreds. Hundreds of dollars and an unbound book. It just came Which in is pages. Just paper. Just paper. From whence, from ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Well, I never have my students buy, buy books. I just like find things that are legally free online. Well, I think that's it, and all we can say is a couple things. Yeah, maybe husband picks the music and wife does the research. Goodbye. Hi there. Welcome to the secret track by Trish. John's sleeping in the next room, so I thought I'd go ahead and tell you how you can contact us. Please email up to and including death at gmail.com. Hit us up on our socials, up to an ID at just about everywhere. That is two with the number two. And if you have a moment, it would be great if you could review us on iTunes or anywhere else. I'd also like to thank Stefan Kartenberg for the use of his song Fire and Ice in the intro and outro in the middles of our program. Uh, Fire and Ice, it's uh, copyrighted 2017, licensed under Creative Commons Attributions, share like license. And I'm going to go ahead and add the link to this to the show notes. Thank you, Stefan, and thank you, listeners. Goodbye. Candle Jump Production. Movie. Oh, 100%. I can't know. Oh, yeah, this guy's walking alone on the bridge. He says he's a servant of the Lord and that he's here to serve. That awful man. He killed my baby. You don't even know he's a murderer. Maybe he's a decoy. Oh, is he a good guy, bad guy? He has the chin. Oh, man. Nobody blames this guy. There she is. We're making news. They're making the news, John. That the bullet that killed 17-year-old yeah. Tanya Connors came from a 22 caliber handgun. Oh, wow. You're on TV. You can they find him. They think he's him. killed people. It's not our job.
to find murderers. It's not. We were reporters, right? Reporters so don't find murderers. When our Lord returns, it will be a time of great trial and tribulation as He leads us in the Lois ultimate battle between anything. good and evil. And you're asking me it's just if weird He's in my kitchen this guy, serving soup. Videos of this guy. I'm sure our Lord would not have spiky blonde oh, hair and look like some kind of cigarette drug out sex crazy rock star. Can't you come up with something oh, a little holier looking? Listen. You gotta find this guy. Get him on camera. You just no, he wouldn't look like a cool guy like that. Kristen Richardson. This morning was true. Kevin Max. What am I gonna do with ten thousand dollars? Mark Goddard. Big happy family, right? With so many problems that have been facing our town lately, rising unemployment rates, last year's blimp crash, it only makes sense that he would come here. Do you hear what people are saying? This this town is nuts. In a story of God, greed, and chicken gumbo. Out here for that. I need to drink. Yeah. I think we've got something. Ooh. But this is the concept of God we're talking about. It's the concept of God we're talking about. What if it were true? What's wrong with my life? I don't know. It's like you gotta do what you do. Kevin Sorbo likes music. So. Oh, everyone's like closing in her face. She's been in stuff since then. What's wrong to me is that Excuse this preview me. was published I in 2012. I wanted to apologize for all the trouble. I feel really bad about it. Do you think they're going to fall in love? Okay. Well, it's just that I know this must be hard for you. I mean, with everybody you know. You've got your job to do. Four of which are downloads. This isn't right, man. Oh, man, it's not right. This is a mess. He's got a, so a holy Messiah, shirt on. Huh? 